Welcome to another GNA podcast. I uh, hope everybody's been great tonight. Um, we're having a fun time. We're uh, actually got a got a fun cast with us tonight. We're we're playing Diablo three actually while we're we're going to be doing this. For I think this is the first cast where uh, we've all been trying to play the exact same game simultaneously. Uh, we got and two of us are the same character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are. You just heard him. There's a uh, D joining us from Microbrew Gamers. We got Blue Shark joining us tonight as well. Woo, Diablo. And we're playing Diablo 3, or, or we're attempting to play Diablo 3. Um, On hardcore mode. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how long it takes me to die. Yeah, we, we went uh, we went balls deep on this one. We we went hardcore, seasonal characters. We are we are only going normal mode though, so we're not uh we're not going crazy. Especially <laughs> since uh I think We're I, starting I, with like new characters, so I mean it's yeah, I think we're all multitasking, or at least I am. Um, so yeah, I've got a few things running yeah. myself. I want to. I want to make sure we don't actually die horribly while trying to play this. But uh, we didn't make it that far yet. We're only in Cathedral level one, so we're uh, we're, we're going to make a go of this. But uh, let's, Blue Shark, what are you? Uh, what are you having to drink with us tonight? Well, I am not drinking Blue Moon tonight. Thank um, the Lord. <laughs> they stopped, I went. They stopped uh, sponsoring you. Is that it? <laughs> they stopped sponsoring me. <laughs> I went down to uh, one of the local breweries here in town uh, called uh, Wicked Barley, and I picked up their um, Duval Double. It's a it's a Belgian double. Um, it's got kind of a a chocolate taste to it a little bit. Uh, I think it's the gentleman said it had to do something with their uh, the wheat or not the wheat the uh, the yeast they they used, but it's uh, quite smooth and it's a uh, it's. It's very good. It's got the slight chocolate note to it, so it's not like overly uh, powerful. Very nice. D, what are you drinking tonight? I'm actually drinking a uh, a Watch Who's It Light IPA. What's that like? That sounds uh, that sounds interesting. It's pretty good. I mean, uh, it it has the hops like the normal uh, IPAs, but they balance it really well because you know I don't really like really hoppy beer, but it's actually pretty crisp and refresh- refreshing. It's a really good summer beer. Oh, I just. It's not going to get you, you know, drunk at all. It's only four percent, so it's meant for just be kind of a social, you know, refreshing beer. Yeah, have fun beer. Yeah. Something you drink out on a barbecue on a hot sunny day without yeah. uh, and not get too too dehydrated. Dehydrated and die. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Well, Especially when you try to, uh, you know, play some Diablos. <laughs> well, I am drinking a Primal Instinct uh, Indian Pale Ale um, by Wild Wolf Brewing Company out of Nellie's Ford, Virginia. Um, it's a 7.4 by volume. And wow. Usually pale ales are much lower. Usually four, like mine is. Or IPAs, I mean, sorry. Yeah, and this is um, this is actually really, really nice because it's, it's a consistent flavor all the way through. Because you know how you can get some of those Indian pale ales where you, you take a sip and it's like super hoppy at the beginning and then it just teeters off or, or it's... It, it's mild at the beginning and then just gets all this hop at the end. Well, this is a very consistent flavor. It's a very nice hoppy beer, um, but it has a very the, – the flavor goes all the way through, all the way to the aftertaste. Um, very, very nice. I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm glad I got a six-pack of this because when I picked this beer up, I had – I grabbed a couple of, um, you know, those – what the hell am I trying to say here? When you get like uh, – you get a mixed six-pack. I'm sure there's a name uh, for it other than mix six pack, but um, yeah, I don't know exactly what that is. But you know what I'm talking about. I, yeah, 
Yeah, so I had the uh, I had the option there to to get a whole bunch of things. And I got a six pack of this, so pretty much just because I liked I liked the uh, the logo on it. It's like a weird hyena pig looking scary thing with like miniature bear paws all around. It's uh, the visuals got me. Uh, so what's everybody playing? Uh, we we already know what D and I are playing. Uh, we're playing some demon hunters here. Actually, D, are you a male or female demon hunter? Because I went male this time around. Uh, my guy's male as well. Oh, all right. So we're uh, we're doing uh, a sausage fest. What about you, Blue Shark? What, what character are you running? I am running a male witch doctor, and uh, his name is Mumbo Jumbo. Now, if you don't get that reference that I just made, I suggest you look into an old, rare piece of uh, uh, you know gaming history, and maybe you can uh, put those pieces together and get that reference that I just made. Oh, a quest. A quest from Blue Shark. Yes, Deckard and the Kane character's approves. name yeah, is Mumbo Jumbo. Well, I named, I named my character Jex. J-E-X. Jex. And mostly because my female demon hunter is called Lex. So I don't stray too far from the path. And, well, if you've listened to this show at all, you know that I am nowhere near original. So... I just went. Uh, I just went all out and said Jex. That's what I'm doing. By you, D. What'd you name yours? <laughs> right now, I just named him something stupid. I can't even remember off the top of my head. That's a really long uh, name. Do you realize how encumbering that is to say all the time? <laughs> Does it have our name here somewhere? Well, I think uh, I like named him Mick Spankin or something. I think if you go to your uh, character screen, I think if you hit the C key. No, that didn't do it. I key. No, it does the same damn thing. Um, I can't see. Yeah, I can't see what the hell your name guy's name is either. That's odd. Don't you think they let you see what the hell your character's other your friend's character's name is? I mean, all I see is like your orbs of telling me you know you're here. I can remove you as a friend. That'd be great. No, let's not do that. Hmm. Oh, there goes the vacuum again. God, I love that sound. It makes my nipples hard every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I don't see it. Here's a here's a question. Um, actually, Blue Shark, you actually just started. Uh, Started talking about it with your mumbo jumbo, but um, old games, old games and uh, old movies and whatnot. There's been a lot of talk of of remakes, of reboots, of all sorts of different things that are coming along with uh, with not only games but movies as well. Um, what uh, what what movies have you guys heard of that they're making either a remake or a reboot of that is either completely interesting or Oh my God! I never want to see this. I want to burn it to the ground. Mm. Oh, jeez! I'm trying to think of what I've heard so far. I know we were talking in chat one day about remaking Robotech. Yeah. Um, oh man, God! They, if they remake that, I'd like that, but they got to redo the writing because the writing in that is not good. Oh God! Like, yeah. It, when I when I was a kid, like that show was like it was really cool. But when I've gone back and I've watched it now, that's on Netflix. I'm like, hmm, yeah, I, I, I don't think I knew how to uh, criticize uh, actual shows at that age. I agree with you completely, because back in the day, like the old Voltron and I mean, even God, even speaking of speaking of Voltron, they've actually remade the series and I haven't seen it yet, but I've been wanting to check it out to see if they uh, did good or if they destroyed it's it. It's incredible. I think, yeah, they did a good job with it. Um that's, that's not a recent remake. Um, no, no, that was a few years back, wasn't it? 
No, I don't think it was. It was definitely not a. No, no. There's there's a remake going on that's just recent because they've just released all the toys in stores. So yeah, when I look for toys for my kids, they're now out there on shelves. They just came out maybe like a year ago. Yeah, last yeah. summer is when it came out. Maybe it was then. I I, uh, I thought it's been a couple of years since that came out, but I could be I could be wrong. I've been wrong about a lot of things before, mostly life. But Voltron was a. Uh, I, I watched the first few episodes of it, and I like the way that they went with it. The especially the origin stories of how they found, you know, the the Voltron cats and just just the whole nature around it. it I thought it was really good, and how they really made it more less of there's a couple there's a few pilots, you know, piloting some strange cat like machines, and more into. Um, more into their feeling you know they're talking to them they're having a bond with them like did you guys see the new power rangers by any chance not yet i need to go actually i don't even know if that's still out i never got into power rangers so i mean um i'd be i'd be willing to like take a look i never was interested in before but well not not to spoil too much and i'm gonna do my best not to but there's um if you watch the old power rangers i'll never have i'll spoil the hell out of that so in the old power rangers it was a bunch of guys you know a bunch of a bunch of characters that they got fake kung fu things before they do anything. Well, yeah, yeah, they they um they 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 gained these these power tokens, which allowed them to morph into Power Rangers. And while they it's were in the Power Rangers, time. exactly, and, when, and drive these and these drive these mechs like the ripoff of Ultron, pretty much. Well, yeah, they were the the Ultrazords. Um, yes, and they were you know it was it was a good cheesy nineties car nineties uh, live action show, um, but it you know it um. Had action in it. Had the had the Ultra Zords. It kind of mixed in a bunch of Ultraman, you know, maybe you know, and, and a bunch of Voltron. But in, in it, it was literally you know just a bunch of kids piloting these Ultra Zords, turning into this huge robot, and then fighting off the monster, Except and being like mentored by some big floating head or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So uh, Zordon, yeah. So in in the movie, they made it just like that Voltron. They made it more of like the Ultrazords. You they they were more of a bond to the Ultrazord versus it being they're just you know, they're they're just piloting a ship or they're just piloting a piece of machinery. They really made it more, you know, that there was some sort of connection. And they actually how they explained how the they the basically the new Power Rangers movie is a is an origin story for the power okay. rangers because okay. in, in the you know in the show and, and i honestly i don't remember it so somebody, ah, somebody ah there's there's my name spankamus spankamus so <laughs> i showed up on it. my screen <laughs> so it just it, it just says spankamus says your fear betrays you so i don't know why i'm saying that but uh, i guess i am <laughs> so the original power rangers show you know, it, they and and as I said, they they might they might have explained it, and I just I never never remembered it. But they never really told you how how they got their powers, why they got their powers. I mean, you know why they're they've got their powers so that they're fighting off stuff. But in the remake, they they really they they made it more of an origin story, and they really updated it to the point of uh, made it a little bit more adult. Are they still fighting those like silly putty things or whatever the hell they were? Clay men or whatever? Not exactly. They, those, those guys are in it as well, um, in, in a different form. But it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, it's, it's. I would recommend it, even if you didn't watch the old Power Rangers. It's, it's a okay. fun movie. 
Did you watch the original Power Rangers movies that came out in whatever it was the nineties? Yes, with with Tommy as the White Ranger. Yes, I I did watch the original Power Rangers movie. Speaking of which, didn't one of the Green Rangers go to jail for like running through uh, uh, killing a his like roommate with a sword? Or some shit. I don't remember uh, that. I remember reading that on the news. Like one of the power, former Power Rangers got arrested for basically running a guy through. Uh, I don't. I don't remember that. Um, it could have been, but I, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember that. Actually, give me a sec. Possible. I will actually check up See, on that. Now, did would you? How would you compare the uh, the remake to the original Power Rangers movies? Would you say it's better? Much better. Much better. They, okay. They, they've updated exactly like what we were talking about with Robotech, where. Um, because I, I I agree with you completely. They really would need to update. <laughs> they really just need to update the the story writing and really everything involving in that. Um, and that's what it feels like they did in the new Power Rangers movie. They really updated that whole the whole story behind it. They really updated the whole feel behind it. It wasn't really just a like the old Power Rangers movie was. It just felt like an extension of the show. It it, it felt like a two hour long show with better special effects this really yeah. felt like its own standalone complex type of thing all right the uh the actor that was one of the power rangers was uh ricardo medina mm-hmm. and his roommate um uh was josh shutter who he killed he uh stabbed him through with a sword and he's facing up to six years in prison so what ranger was he the blue ranger or the green ranger i think what... he was the green ranger i thought that or a red he was not one of the long-standing characters i think he only did it for a little bit Okay, because I know like the original series, like the Yellow Ranger, from the original series. She died, she, right? She died. the the one that the one that ended the series. She died. Um, yeah. When they originally started off with her, I think she was uh, Puerto Rican or something, and then she only lasted for like three episodes, and then they brought in the uh, Oriental girl, who's yeah, who, who ended up dying in a car crash. Um, That's sad. Yeah, it was because. You know what? She was actually, and, you know, shout out to uh, Geek Squatch, who, who told, who um, I learned this from. She was actually loved by everyone on the uh, the crew of the show. I heard she was actually a good actress too, and a good yeah. person. Yeah, everyone else like on the show like hated each other, but they all liked her. <laughs> like she, they were all like, "Yeah, she's great." Like she's, you know, she was the nice. You know, you know what they say? Only the good die young. It's Shit, just... I'm fucking immortal. I'm immortal. Shit. That's 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 true. But um, I'd be interested to see that. I know I wanted to see it, but I never got around to seeing that Power Rangers movie. Um, but that was something that, that interested me. The, these new Transformer movies aren't interesting to me, though. I like the first one, but I've kind of lost interest in them. Yeah, it's Michael Bay explosions now. And I think and yeah. I, I just watched the, the Fate of the Furious, and I wouldn't say that was like the greatest movie in the world. But you know what? It did its job, and it did its job all right. The this the are you talking about the Fast and the Furious? Yeah, the Fast and the Furious. The most recent the f- movie, The Fate of the Furious. Oh, okay. I I haven't seen it. I stopped watching after the first couple of them. To be yeah, honest with yeah. you, yeah. I I mean, it, I think it, the last one I saw was Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it did its job as far as being like, you know, like this action, you know, like testosterone kind of movie. But Transformers, I don't know. It's it's getting kind of weird for me. And yeah. maybe it's because the, the, the my childhood and how, how the story was and how it's becoming now is kind of... I grew up in the 80s Transformers. I mean, you know? Well, what other um what other reboots have you heard of coming out? I mean, I've got one that's come to mind, but I just want to see if uh, there's any that, any that you guys have heard of that 
uh, a game reboot I'm looking forward to. Which one? Uh, they're revamping the Crash Bandicoot trilogy. Yeah, I did hear that. That's right. They are doing And it's it looks pretty nice. They're basically it, it's the uh comparisons it looks it looks like they're doing a good job with it and I and I'm uh hopeful because I really like the series. Yeah, Bandicoot. I always enjoyed Bandicoot. A very good platformer. Back for the PS1 days at least. I mean, there wasn't that yep. much to pick from when it came to platformers. No. No. It was RPG's heyday. There's a reboot that's coming out movie-wise that I've read and I've stopped reading about only because it it Treasure it, it's going to hurt me or... Treasure Goblin. Treasure Goblin. Yep, Treasure Goblin. Crap, I'm nowhere near you. I gotta get to a Treasure... Oh, there you are. Um, one reboot that uh, it has been coming about that I'm I'm a little nervous about. Uh, I, I've heard, and, and stop me if you've heard more different information, but I've heard that they're going to be doing a reboot of The Crow. Interesting. I mean, an all-new one, but not a reboot, because, I mean... It's just legendary. Brandon Lee died in that first one. You just you can make all the sequels you want, but don't revamp the original. Well, That's just supposedly no. what what I've been hearing is that they're doing <laughs> CGI Brandon Lee. Oh god. <laughs> well, they did CGI Brandon Lee in the first one cuz he was dead for a few scenes. Well, yeah, for the rest of it, but I mean <laughs> But there's uh I I read and it was a little while ago, but I read that they were doing a reboot of that of the original Eric Draven Crow. And mm. I gotta say, the crow has held us a, a pretty big portion of uh, in, in my heart just from just from reading the comics and then watching the movie. And now, now the movie was just just like most movie or com, you know, readable material to screen. Uh, it wasn't nearly as good as the comic, um, but it kept that dark O'Brien flavor that really it really I, I, it just it resonated. And not the, I mean, geez, and not the fucking main guy actually died from a stupid fucking accident. I mean, shit. Somebody just... That, I was always a Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee fan. I've always liked, uh, well, his father mainly, but then, of course, by proxy, I like Brandon Lee. Yeah, but just to die in that stupid fucking way. I mean, it's it just, ah, oh, man. That's, that's, that's some, like, Final Destination shit going on. Yeah. How did he die? I, 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 uh, you know in that scene where they were doing all the machine guns and he's getting hit and he's on the table and there's everybody's sitting there firing? Well, amongst all those dummy rounds, there was one real round hidden. They, like, mixed up a real round. That's actually not how he died. Really? The scene where he was, um, I believe. Now, now I'm, I'm going to say look it up, but and, you know, and I'm probably going to look it up. I'm going to pause myself and look it up myself. But how how I read that he died was the scene where they were doing the flashback um, and they held him up. And they shot that forty-five through him. I think it was uh, T-Bird had the gun in his hand. Uh huh. Oh, I think you are right because I, I was reading that um, uh, about that like not too long ago, and the guy that actually pulled the trigger and it wound up being the, the round in there exactly was was messed up for a while. Like it, like psychologically, he had to go through therapy. And he just he couldn't get over it and battled addiction. Like he really had a hard go after that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, from from what I read, actually, the guy who shot him just died recently. Oh shit! Really? That's uh, that's sad. Scene. Uh, the scene was the death of Lee's character Eric Draven at the hands of street thugs, and was a pivotal plot element to the movie. Lee was to walk through the door carrying a bag of groceries. Actor Michael Massey, who played Fun Boy, sorry, not uh, not T Bird, Fun Boy, Fun, Fun Boy, yeah, fired a revolver loaded with blanks at Lee. The, uh, to complete the illusion, a small explosive charge was to go off 
In the grocery bag, unfortunately, a fragment of a dummy bullet used in an earlier close-up shot was lodged in the barrel, and the blank charge propelled the fragment into Lee's side, fatally wounding him. Really? It was actually not even... I thought it was a real round. No, no. It was just a piece. No, actually, what was happening, because you know how um, you know how they have real bullets, or, or, or not real bullets, but they have bullets with slugs in them that look real, so that when they're loading a gun, it looks like they're actually loading bullets? Um, they had it, and it was a and it just has a charge, so it takes a little spark, like it's a, it looks like it's more realistic. No, 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 no. These these are just complete dummy bullets. They're they're bullets with no gunpowder in them. Um, they're often oh. used on sets to yeah. simulate when they're like loading a gun or they're showing a bandolier of bullets, things like that. Okay. They use them all the time, but in this specific scene, they had used them during a during a loading of the weapon, and when they did. They never checked the barrel. One of the common practices of, of moviegoers is that you check the barrel, you clean the barrel before you start off and throw your your, your blanks in, the ones that just have a charge in them that do nothing. Uh, but in this scene, they obviously didn't check the barrel for some reason. And when, so it shot a piece of it and shard went right into exactly. it. Exactly. Well, oh, there, was a, there was a slug loaded in there, so that thirty eight or forty five um, pistol was now a loaded weapon. And then as soon as the character of Funboy pulled the trigger, the blank propelled that projectile into Brandon Lee's abdomen, and unfortunately it killed him. Did it hit his, like, liver or something? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember, and it didn't say in the story I was just reading. But uh, just to give some quick props, this is Snoops.com I'm listening, or I'm reading from. So Snoops.com, uh, Brandon Lee's Death in the Crow article, just to give them some, some shout-out and props for giving us that information. Usually, if you die from abdomen wound pretty quickly, it's usually a liver shot. Well, I don't know that he died uh, from from other articles that I remember reading. I don't remember him dying quickly. I remember him dying before the paramedics got there, uh, but I don't I don't know particularly that he died like quickly. Well, that's the thing is usually a um, I mean paramedics are usually pretty quick, especially in those areas. But liver shots typically will kill you uh, like a you know shot in the liver mm-hmm. usually in about twenty minutes. Well, yeah, because it's pouring all the toxins into your system that gets in your yeah, exactly. Quick. Yeah, shit. Other abdomen wounds, like say if you got other areas of the abdomen, is a lot slower and more painful. Like he would have lived a lot longer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Abdomen wounds. I don't. Uh, I can't. I don't imagine that they're pleasant things. Actually, any wound. No, no, you don't die quickly. In fact, from some abdomen wounds, you can die. It take hours. Um, like a few things, like ruptured spleen and a and a hole through your uh, liver, are usually the quicker ones. Well, now that the conversation has gone completely morbid, morbid. <laughs> well, that <laughs> yeah. actually brings me that actually brings me to the uh, one of the movies that I'm curious to see that's going to be upcoming a reboot. What's that? They're rebooting Stephen King's It with Pennywise. Yes, oh, they are doing that. Yeah. They're rebooting that now. Tim Curry, I don't know, he's going to be a hard act to follow. Um, he... Tim Curry is so freaking amazing. I mean, Doctor Frankenfurter, Pennywise. I mean, the list just is is, is a mile long of the stuff he's been in. Yeah, there's, he's there's such a, a phenomenal actor, and just the "everybody floats down here" comment. I can still think of that comment, that quote in my head, and it still brings chills down my spine. I'm not even going to try to do the Tim Curry voice in saying that, but just that, you know, everybody floats down here. God, that's just <laughs> he pulled it off so well. Yeah, just certain things you nail, and Tim Curry, he really is a he's he's an impressive. You know what? I can't name a single actor or a single. Well, I can't name a single role that he hasn't nailed. Yeah, he was even great. Did you guys ever see that movie Clue? Yeah, yes. he, was, he was good in that one too. God, I which, loved Tim Curry in that. Which character did he play? Did you see the butler in that one? He played the butler. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I because I'm I'm not a horror movie fan personally, as we all. Oh, covered. that that that's not a horror movie, man. That is totally no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. no that's like that's, the, the board game Clue. Yeah, yeah. No, I've 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 seen Clue. So when you guys were talking about this guy, I didn't. Yeah. Put together, you know, one and two. Also, think think of Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's a fun movie, like most people have seen. Doctor Frankenfurter, uh, the transvestite type guy. Yeah, I've heard about it before. I need to actually. You've watch never that. seen Rocky Horror Picture Show, dude? Nope. I have uh, not gotten around to that. That's that's a must see. Put that on your list. Write it into your little notebook, your little schedule book. Honestly, <laughs> if you're gonna go see Rocky Horror Picture Show, the best way to see it is to go see it in the actual play. Live, yeah, live like in New York City. They do an amazing job. Yeah, that is like okay. the most fun. I saw it down here in RCV, um, and it was it was fantastic. They did a great job. Granted, the uh, the guy who was playing Doctor Frankenfurter, um, he was like not Tim Curry. No, no, it wasn't. Well, yeah, of course not Tim Curry. God, if it was Tim Curry, if I saw Tim Curry at RCV playing Doctor Frankenfurter, dude, like that that would I would have geeked out. I would have geeked out like so hardcore. Uh, no, but the guy who they had playing it was um, he. God, he was like six foot seven. He was a huge, huge guy, and uh, he just he he nailed it. They they just did such a great job. Yeah, if you can see that live, but you got to make sure if you go there and you see it live, you gotta you gotta take a lot of things and put them aside, including your concepts of sexuality, because they will yeah. dra- if if they see that you are kind of being a little squeamish, they're gonna drag you into the damn show. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I almost want to go there, look squeamish, just so I can get dragged into the show for fun. Oh no, they they It'd be like having fun. It's it's super easy to tell the people who are actually squeamish and the people who are playing. Yeah. Ah, uh, damn it! I need to be a better actor like Tim Curry. Mm. So squeamish and such, like you don't like the 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 subject of sex. Yeah, like sex or even like stuff like homosexuality and, and you know anything like anything that goes against any type of norm. You're the that's the type of, you know. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. It's a great movie. It really was supposed to be a shot at the sci-fi genre in general. Yeah. But it's just, it. it's such a great, it's such a great play, such a great movie. Just, just whole nine yards. Just, just a good, good flick. Check it out. Actually, they did. It's a, a re- lot of, it's a lot of fun. They did a reboot of that as well. I forget who was in it. Um, but there I was a- didn't bother to see it. Just, uh, yeah, the old cast, I just love the original so much. I just. I don't know how I feel about seeing a reboot of that. You know, I heard live I shows, heard yes, well. but I, I heard good things of it from the people who actually saw it. I've heard good things from it. Well, on to the uh, on to the next one here. So the next question we had here was, uh, which I don't know how the hell we're going to segue that, but hey, whatever. Was geek sports, esports? Um, one of the one of the articles I read about specifically was they were actually I forget what college it was, and if somebody knows it, say it out. But there was a college that was creating an esport team at the college uh, i want to That's say cool. ohio but I, I i think i'm wrong about that one. there's a few colleges like that now it was it was a, i think it was a women's team too um that they were talking about the one that i heard about well i just remember reading about it and i said to myself man where the hell was this when i was going to college and then <laughs> i thought right? and then i thought again i was like what the hell would i have done if there actually came up and there was an esports friggin team at my college i mean what would i've actually done i already I already spent enough time sitting in front of games and and playing them anyways i mean would i've just gained that 900th pound and and just call it quits or what <laughs> uh, did you guys like all leave or something oh we went to or town oh um well, i wait, would how, where do i, I go for that 
Uh, just press T for town. Yeah, that's right. I that's would right. actually try out for that team. Um, it would be nice to um, to play with other people. Who, um, It'd be fun, but who game? I'm not anywhere near skilled enough for. Well, it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't think I'm skilled enough. I think. Uh, I mean, hell, back in my Counter Strike days, I was. I was very, very good. Um, I just, I'm not competitive. I'm really not competitive. Uh, it's like games like um, like Overwatch. I, I enjoy playing them. Um, you know, Destiny, PvP, I enjoy playing it, but I'm just not competitive enough to really seek that edge. I'm competitive, but the the issue is, is, is I'm actually losing my uh, hand-eye coordination, unfortunately. Yeah, but even if I didn't, even if I didn't lose, you know, even if, even if my hand-eye coordination wasn't waning because I'm getting older, you know, I'm just, I've, I've never been that hugely competitive person. It's, it's just, it's, it's not one of those things that I focus on and I say, man, I got to be better than that guy. It's like, hey, that guy did awesome. Bravo, man. You know, well, I think, I think you can take sportsmanship into account and, and that's, you know, I think you have a good attitude for it because I know I've watched people play um League of Legend and uh I forget his name but he was really salty when he lost to someone like someone actually like they th- this team beat this other team before in um some preliminary tournament or something and then they come back to this the finals and they go over to shake hands of this team that they they lost to originally that now they've beaten and that one of the players was he would he was like looking at his computer the entire time like he wouldn't he wouldn't acknowledge the guy standing right next to him and i was like wow that's kind of shitty so for me it's I, i'm actually losing more not necessarily at age but i've actually got a um neurological disorder that's kind of messing with one of my arms more than the other so i'm, I'm kind of like rpgs are gonna be more my thing <laughs> yeah but i mean like you during college like we, yeah. we were you know we were all like at a young age like oh yeah I, I would have been a lot better off that time. <laughs> I, I was actually at, at, at college days I was actually uh I was actually playing the you know that for real yeah. <laughs> I was carrying a real in 16 then if um I mean I would do it but I understand like being too competitive and like letting that like I my my concern would when I would stop doing it is when it stopped being fun for me yeah, I think mm. there's a difference between being really being competitive and being like just a sore loser, sore winner, just an a hole. I think there's competitiveness, and then there's just being a jerk. And I think that's kind of the well. That's the thing. I mean, most <clears throat> most of the time when I see somebody who's a, a huge jerk in a game, it's the super competitive guy. It's or, or gal for that matter, because I've 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 played I've played with some you know some chicks that are super competitive and well, oh, they could be just, salty too. Just just <laughs> downright cunts. Um, and I say that I say that with the most loving thing as I can because I mean, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm a cunt, so I, I say that with love. Uh, but you know, just that super competitiveness where, like, <laughs> a, like a case in point. Um, with love from angry vagina. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> with love, angry vagina. So, so a case in point. I was playing PvP with uh, with a few guys earlier in this week, and uh, one of the guys. You know, I'm not going to say names just because I don't want to. I don't want to throw anybody under a bus, but one of the guys was less than sportsmanlike. Um, you know, good good player. Don't you know? Not not not. Don't get me wrong. There, he's not like a. He wasn't like a scrub or anything. Yeah, the skill. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he had a good amount of skill, but he constantly um, 
will take the hindsight route, you know, oh, you should have done this or, hey, you should do this. It's like, well, yeah, I know I should have done that, but it's it's kind of past the point now. So yeah. if you've got some advice, tell me about it. Tell me well, about there's... it before I do it, though, because telling me after I do it is just a lecture of you saying you're better than me. And, well, you died, too. <laughs> yeah. And, well, actually, and I think, like, in hindsight, sometimes you don't always see stuff before. I think if in hindsight, there's there's constructive criticism. I think you could do it well, be polite, and be helpful rather than being a dick. And then there's just like, hey, hey. You should have done this. This would have been better if you did. You died too, knucklehead. Versus, uh, versus, hey guys, we did pretty good, but you know what we can improve? Like, if you tried this, and maybe I try this, yeah, I think there's a, there's a right and wrong way for everything. Yeah, like, uh, hey, don't forget to check your corners when you go through when you when you enter a room or something like that. Versus, uh, oh come on, man, that guy was in the corner there. You didn't see him. Yeah. Or like, hey, I found if you do this, it makes this a lot easier. You can respond quicker. Yeah. Hey, cool tip. Yeah. Versus. Being a dingleberry. Yeah, just those super competitive people. That's why I don't think I would ever work out on one of those type of teams because, you know, there's – to really have that edge, to really to really lust for that, you, you've got to be super competitive. And a lot of times the super competitive people also, along with that trait that gives you super competitiveness, there is also that tendency I've seen, you know, not everybody but a lot of them to be a dick. Well, yeah, there, there's a level of arrogance that I think comes along with it that I just – Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm an arrogant motherfucker. Oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pot calling the kettle black right here. Yeah, say, you want to step into a room with me and uh, and and feel bad about yourself? Hey, I'm a fucking arrogant guy. Um, but you know, I know it, and I try to temper that with with not being less of an asshole when I can. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just I don't think I have that. I don't think I have that super competitive edge to really make it to really make it a team like that. I, I'd enjoy it, and I would do my absolute best. It would be fun. I just don't know that I would have that, that lust, that blood. So, so you're the kind of guy that'll at least offer a cup of tea while you destroy their feelings. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, cup of, <laughs> cup of tea with some salt in it. Yeah. See, I used to play competitively, um, in the sense that I played ranked matches in Halo um, Three. I did Lone Wolf, mm-hmm. and I got to a point where I was struggling to rank up and. I would play a match, uh, get third place, and move up one one position. I then play another match, lose, get below third place, and I drop down five ranks. And I would just get so angry and so salty about it, and I'd get furious. And I mean, I didn't have anyone else to blame except for myself, because in all honesty, like that, if you know, if I didn't win, that was because I didn't play well enough, or or because someone hey, bettered me. Hey, you could always take the salty route. Blame the controller. Throw that bitch. Hell yeah. I got I got so pissed. <laughs> that gets <and> expensive. <laughs> I remember because I was in high school. My mother came in the room one day and she says, you need to cut that out. She says, I did not buy that console for you to, to act that way. And that's when I stopped because I was like, you know, I, this isn't becoming fun for me anymore. So that's that's what I always like looked at competitive play for it from now on. From that point, it's like, I don't know if I necessarily want to do that because if I get into that mode where it's not fun anymore then I'm not going to want to do this. And that's why I play video games. I play it for fun. I don't play it for a living. I don't play it, you know, to, to always say I'm better than you. I play it to enjoy myself. I do admit, though, I've got kind of a guilty pleasure right now. Uh, I'll play some of those games, and, and, and yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not anywhere near as coordinated, so I'm not, like, expert, but I can do pretty good at some games I play, like Titanfall. But I sometimes like to egg on the small kids that like to cuss and swear and just laugh <laughs> about it because... 
Because I'll be sitting there all calm. I won't even swear at them. They're going all nuts. And I'll be like, did I just get insulted by Mickey Mouse? And oh my, I will find out where you live. I'm like, go for it, dude. <laughs> oh, that's just plain fun right there. Like, uh, But I mean, sometimes they just egg them on it, man. And then it's like, you know, they start getting cocky and then I wind up killing them because they're still, I mean, they're younger, but they're super competitive and like not in a good way. It's just hilarious because they just go off the chain. And I sit there just laugh at them. They just get more pissed the more I laugh at them. Yeah. Uh, that's just plain fun right there just to fuck with people. Yeah. But but I can be pretty salty doing that. Well, I, I, as I say, back in, and then I hope this doesn't turn into another story time with Cecil, but uh, back in uh, back in my Counter-Strike days, and if anybody's ever played Counter-Strike, well, hopefully some, hopefully if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard of Counter-Strike. If for does, some does I used to hop on Cecil's count? every once in a while and drop them down in some ranks by playing poorly. <laughs> say, if you haven't heard of Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike <laughs> is actually a mod for... Uh, the game Half-Life. Um, originally, it started off as a, a mod for that, just like any other mod, and it just it blew up. Um, Counter-Strike is a very simple, easy game. It's uh, terrorists versus counter-terrorists. There was Escort VIP. A lot of fun. There was Plant the Bomb. Um, you know, really, really well done mod. Uh, you know, everybody hated that AWP, but, you know, hey, you get stuck in a sniper lane, you get, you get smacked. Uh, yeah. but back, back in the day, I used to... Uh, I used to frequently get messages, oh, you're hacking, or this and that. And, and that was back in the day where I was young and super competitive. And, I mean, I, I used to easily go into a match, start off last place, you know, start start off with on a losing team and, you know, easily build it right back up. Um, so it was never, that was never an issue for me. But, uh, you know, I, I can distinctly remember exactly what you're talking about. D, when you're talking about, uh, you get those people that are, you know, whining and complaining and you do those little jabs. And actually I found really early on that that is a form of psychological warfare. Warfare. You get somebody who's really playing halfway decent and you start getting under their skin like that. And and they drop down in skill. Yeah. Quite a bit. Their skill drops down and you get that pick on them so much quicker and so much easier. Well, you know, I did raid the uh, Art of War, and being former military, the big part about it is getting into the minds of your enemy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it was a very real it's a very real tactic and very useful. Well, it's, it's, and it's, it's more fun when they're little kids that are dicks because they shouldn't be swearing and playing those games anyways. Well, you find, uh, I was going to say, you find it in almost every game now that you play, you know, from teabagging to, uh, you know, it's just from the dance emojis and stuff like that that they do. You know, it's just, it's a form of psychological warfare to just get into your head and and really, the only way to get past it is just to ignore it, just to never let it, never yeah. let it get under your skin, and just oh, but don't let it. Because then it's more fun. Because then you get under everybody else's skin, and that's fun. Yeah, but it's so much fun when someone does like the teabagging or dance emoji, and then in the next they get like, shot, and then they get killed instantly from while they're doing <laughs> that shit. It's like, oh, guess you should just actually playing, you little shit. Some somebody's a social warrior. Oh man, well. Um, well, we already know what Blue Shark was drinking. It's not yep. Blue Moon, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So where the improvement? Where, where the hell are we in Diablo right now? Because honestly, I've just been I've been charging through like a madman. I don't even know what the fuck we've been doing. I've well, been talking, and I don't know why this 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 stairwell has spikes. We're currently in the cathedral, and I thought you could destroy these spikes. Now, didn't the Crusader guy have to destroy those? But weren't we supposed to find something for, for him? For some reason. No. Oh, yeah, weren't we supposed to rescue the Crusader guy so we can smash through like a bulldozer? Yeah, we were supposed to save yeah. something from that. 
But I could have sworn we saved the Crusader, though. Yeah, but don't we have to find his weapons like, or something like that? Or did we kill him and now we're pooched? <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't kill the Crusader. He's a he's an ally. No, I thought he would get killed by like the enemies, though. Can he? I can't you lose the Crusader could, due to uh... Nah, he he doesn't die per se. He just like kneels for a little while, scratches his. Oh, I found him. There it is. I found the guy. Oh. <laughs> oh, we had to talk to him probably. That's yeah, what it we, was. Had to, we had to open up this. What do we do? Just leave him in the cages? Like guys, guys, I could use a. Where the hell are you all go, guys? No, nah, no, nah, we had to get <laughs> his weapons over here. Okay. <clears throat> so, what do we have left? Oh, hey, um, we have an. We have to do the ask the questions part of this show. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're almost running over here. So let's see here. What do we got? Um, actually, this this one comes from you, D. Do you want to read it out, or you want me to read it out? Oh, which which one was that? I. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll read it. So, out of all the superheroes, <laughs> villains from any genre, oh, yeah. comic, game, movie, book, etc., who would you pit against each other, and who would win? That is a oh. massive one. Oh, oh and, and and I already had I already had a good answer for this one. I would take number one would be the big baddie from DC Universe, Darkseid, mm. and I would pit him up against High Rule Chickens. Chickens win hands down, those little mortal fuckers. <laughs> you know? I agree with that completely. Those fucking chickens would wreck house. Dark side. I, I, he'd, go, he'd go in, he'd kill Zelda, kill Link, you know, he'd wipe them out, the chickens, fuck his day up. Yeah, he'd walk in there, he'd start using Omega Beams on them, and they'd just like, they'd do the little clucking Get and fall back. Next thing you know, there's a thousand chickens <clears throat> clucking him to death. Oh, yeah. Yep. Those those fucking cuckoos. God damn, they're mortal cuckoos. <laughs> what about you, Blue Shark? Who who can you think of? Who would you pit against each other? Oh, I uh, I was thinking about this earlier myself, and I would definitely pull Dark Side because that that man is a badass. Um, and I'm I've been trying to think of this guy's name. Um, Superman f- landed on his planet and became. He was like in a coliseum, and no, that's Marvel. You talking about on the planet Apocalypse? Dark oh, are you talking about Orion? I'm Dark Side on the planet Apocalypse. Dark Side Sun Orion? No, Dark Side is um, is Dark DC Universe. Yeah, Dark it's, Side it's was part on of the Apocalypse. DC, it was part of the DC Universe. It was Superman. He got pulled onto a he he got on a planet that was a oh, it was called War World, I believe. Um. And the guy on War World, ah, fuck. No, I'm trying to think. It's not Gladiator. He was, he was, uh, he was yellow. He was large, like Darkseid was. Um, I just can't think of him right now. Mongol. Mong. Oh, Mongol. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. I didn't think of that guy. Darkseid right- versus Mongol. Whew. That would be an epic fight right there. Uh, but you know what? I don't think you can beat Darkseid's eyes, because goddamn, those eyes just—they're just—they just fuck everyone up. Well, actually, you know, you talk about like the eyes, like the, that Omega Beam. That's like, oh, that's pretty bad. He has a lot of other powers that are pretty nasty. Oh, he, he does. He can manipulate matter itself. I mean, he's, he's got some nasty powers. Yeah, Dark Side, Dark Side, and Mongol would be a good fight to watch. But I mean, if it came down to it, like at the like, if if Dark Side had to, like, I don't think Dark Side would just pull that right off the stop against Mongol. I think he would fight Mongol like he fights Superman. But at the if he if he had to just to win, at actually, the, 
Yeah. One of the animated Supermans had a good matchup between Darkseid and Superman. Superman won because he was getting his butt, you know, kind of handed to him, and then he won because Darkseid uh, powered up that Omega thing from his eyes. And Superman just stuck both his hands over his eyes and squeezes his head and just held until basically yes, they, it yes. blew up and it hurt the sh- it hurt him to snot. Yeah, I remember that. He kind of burnt him was... up. His own Omega Beams hurt the crap out of him. Wasn't that the same one where Darkseid found some way to manipulate Superman into being like his son or something? Isn't that the same um, fight? I don't know. I, I, I know um, it might have been actually. It might have been. Because I know there was a point where, where, in one of the animated series, where Superman uh, became like Mon- Mongol, found some way to manipulate Superman into becoming his son. Yeah, yeah, I think actually that was that same series. Yeah, I think that was actually. I watched that scene not too long ago on YouTube, and I was like, "That is, ba- oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty badass." His head was all burnt, <laughs> and he's all he's all hurt and puppy, and he got carried off by his you know his people. Jesus. Superman went back to Earth. Yep. What about well, you, Cecil? I thought about this an immense amount, um, more so than I think I really should have, <laughs> because I went through, I probably went through easily a hundred different games, a hundred different comic book characters, different movie characters. Um, I mean, I, I actually started, a, I actually wrote down and started writing a matrix out <laughs> of all the fucking characters nerd. that I think would be a, a yeah, well, I, I am a, I'm a nerd. Um, of all the characters, and, and I, I, I finally boiled it down to. Um, actually, the the funny thing is, is, is after I did it, after I boiled it all down to the two characters that I would really love to see fight, I remembered D that uh, you told me that there was a comic book in existence of these two characters fighting, and uh, the two characters that I really thought would be a most entertaining fight, and I think would be an incredible fight, is actually um, the Mask and Lobo. Yes, I love Lobo. Yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. Um, mask. The mask. You you may you may have oh. seen the, the the movie, uh, the mask with Jim Carrey in it. He puts on the mask. It's a green mask, and then he's you know, okay. So that somebody mask. stop yeah. me. Yes, that guy. Okay, so him. Him versus Lobo. Do you know who Lobo is? No, I don't know who Lobo. Both is. are immortal. That would be going on and on. Lobo is a a biker. Bounty hunter, assassin oh. from DC. He's like, uh, and I think my dad has every, yes. yeah, like white and blue. Yes, he, I remember. My dad has every one of his comics. I think Superman. My dad's a big Superman fan. Had an encounter with Lobo and uh, and Lobo actually uh, gave him quite a run for his money. Yeah, and <clears> and and one of the I think it was like one of the Justice League series that came out in like the nineties or the two thousands. Oh yeah, Lobo has been in the cartoon. Lobo is yep. he blew up his own country. He gave himself an A plus for that <laughs> that project. Yeah, Lobo. It was, I think is, it was the actually he did that line in the animated. Lobo is uh, is definitely he, he's definitely a touch of crazy, and he oh. is just he's, he's the just, main man. Yeah, he's the main man. He's just he goes balls out a hundred percent. And I uh, I just I always thought. And now I actually looked up the comic because after I made the choice and I, I wrote everything down and I looked at it, I said, you know what? I remember I finally remembered it because it's like, holy shit, hold on. This has happened. This had to have happened. And then I looked up the comic and then I realized it did happen. And that rem- reminded me that D told me about it like, oh, yeah, God, a decade years ago. Yeah. At least a decade ago. Um, and I looked it up and how it actually how the fight actually turned out was they're both literally fighting down to just their heads left. And they've got like <laughs> knives in their teeth battling back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And, 
and the and the mask <laughs> says, "Oh, well, you know what's funny though? I don't have to wait for my body to regenerate." And then he just plops back up, and he's the mask again. <laughs> and there's Lobo still with a head trying to regenerate. Um, <laughs> oh, that's it, a cool that's a cool fight right there. It, it, but Lobo's Lobo's pretty much immortal unless you can get his weakness, and that's what you have to figure out. Yeah, but it his weakness isn't like on him physically. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was definitely a good fetal giz. Actually, I have one more of a question because I haven't figured it out. Like, um, I just thought of it, mm-hmm. and being a big comic book, um, you know, fan that I am, is do you guys remember the Sandman comics? Do I remember the Sandman comics? Yeah, no, I remember the Sandman no, comics. I do not. Who yeah, would you pin up for a cool match? Who would you pin up against Sandman? Oh man, against Sandman? Yeah, uh, dude. I mean. For, for, Not necessarily for a quick somebody superior going to smash him, but for just a really good entertaining match. Oh man, if I was going to go entertaining match, I um, man, I I'd, I'd probably go a little bit zany. I'd probably go like Owlman or something like that, only because I think it would be a crazy ass fight. Or um, God, who's that guy from The Watchmen? Um, uh, Rorschach? Or um, are you talking about the uh, Doctor Manhattan, the super powered guy? No, or are you no, no, talking no, no, about no. the comedian? Uh, oh, the, the comedian. comedian. Yes, okay. yes, the comedian. I think him versus Sandman just uh, just simply because the the, the j- just simply because the comedian is that cold methodical. I've already thought this thing through a hundred times over before you even figured out what's going on type of guy. I think him versus Sandman with Sandman's kind of look on life, death, afterlife, the whole. The whole way that Sandman perceives everything, I think that would be a very impressive dialogue of a fight. Like, like Joe Sweden would have to have to have to write that dialogue. Yeah. Okay. I thought that would be a good one to just to discuss because I I really like Sandman. Who do you think? Actually, Blue Shark, do you know who Sandman is? Sandman's pretty obscure. Actually, I do not know Sandman because see, I didn't read comics like you guys did. So this is uh, this is a new person for me. Oh man, Sandman and Sister. That's uh, I'm gonna have to find some of those and send them over to you. Wow. Uh, let's see. Do we have any other questions? Um, no, we don't oh, have God. any well, other questions. I guess Cyber Blood did have one question that. Uh, well, it's I interesting. Didn't. I guess we'll ask it. So, sure. if it was the only way to save the world, which would you choose? Balls in a blender or dick in a vice? Mm. I I have my choice. Fuck the world. Bye, guys. <laughs> ah. But if you have to choose, D, which one is it? You have to choose. Saving the world. You've got to save the world. You can't back out of it. Balls in a blender or dick in a vice? You know what? I, I have to say dick in a vice because they probably could repair that. And it would squeeze like hell, but I, I'd rather not lose my balls to a blender. All right. All right. That's if I had to save the world, but you know I choose to let it just go. Oh yeah, there there are certain people that just want to watch the world burn, and you are one of them. <laughs> if not, not that that I hate the world, just because I think it'd be highly entertaining. Which I don't know if that's better or worse. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, blue shark. Balls in a blender or dick in a vice. Um. See, I don't understand the full anatomy of what could happen, but if I could still fuck. It'd be nice to have my dick in operating order. Um, so actually, you can if you lose your balls, you can actually still technically get a hard on and do that. So okay. uh, won't do anything for you because you ain't gonna be uh, you know busting a nut or anything. But well, <laughs> the most literal yeah. of senses. 
Yeah, yeah, you know. So I'd rather, in that sense, you know, and you know, and also being able to urinate without a, a bag or anything. Who, who, who knows? I mean, it's you know, it might squish it a little bit, but you you might like it. You know, maybe one of those guys. You never know. I, I, I don't know if I'm one of those guys though. I, I honestly don't think I'm one of those guys. I'm not. <laughs> like <laughs> so I said, I, I'd let the world burn. <laughs> I'd rather, um, if I had to, like, I had to make one choice, one or the other. I, I'd rather, uh, as painful as it's going to be at first, you know, st- stick my nuts in a blender. Actually, it won't be painful first because it's so quick and fast and sharp. It'll be hurt afterwards. I don't know. It That's... depends on the blender. It depends on the blender. Dude, if it's if it's the Ninja Man, you won't feel a thing. Just boop, done. You know how many times I've gotten nasty cuts by blades? You don't feel it first. You feel it after. And then you're like, oh, yeah. shit, I'm bleeding. Ow, it hurts. What the? Oh, yeah, but you know what? Happen? It's going to cut off all those nerves. I mean, the phantom pain might come a little later. <laughs> come a little later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> might, might show up a little bit later. But uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I could, I could see that. Now, could could you make? Could you get uh, ghost kids? Phantom jizz? <laughs> no, God. phantom facial. God. Oh, we just digressed. Um, <laughs> Well, if, that, that if, didn't take long. I guess uh, I guess I got to answer this as well, since I made everybody else, I forced everybody yeah. else to. Um, I got to think about this in the most logical fashion possible. So, nuts in a blender means that I'm going to be losing one of the major portion, one of the major glands that uh, forces testosterone. Testosterone. Well, you're going to yeah, be your your production of tos- sure. testosterone yeah. will go to a so, zilch. So, I mean, they do make testosterone treatment, so I don't have to really worry about that too much. You'd have to be on permanent um, hormone therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, but people take like melatonin every single day. They're they're doing hormone therapy there, and they seem yep. to be okay. I mean, you know, they're a little tweakish, but they seem to be okay. Um, Are you making fun of me and my tweakishness? No, no, no. God, no. <laughs> Yes. You're making me fun of me and my flat dick. <laughs> that is better than vice. I was say, so so <laughs> let me think about the flat dick thing. Let me think about the dick and the vice. So I still got the nuts. Granted, if it's if it's just destroyed beyond recognition, they make prosthetics. So I still have that. I could always. But then again, once again, no feeling. True, true. But I could always. I mean, if if I really, I was really worried about it all. I could just get a sex change and go Bruce Jenner on everybody. Um, yeah, know, but even then, you're still not going to feel it. Because they turn that thing inside out, my friend. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? You could at least turn the tables. You know what? Is it Indian? I don't feel it. You could turn the tables. But you know what? I got to say, hold on, hold on. Let me also think about this. Let's just say for, for a second that I stick my dick in a vice and it's destroyed it beyond doesn't rec- destroy it. Re- recognition. I don't feel anything anymore. And they get, they, they reconstruct it back to whatever it may be. But I can't feel it. Stem cell research. Well, You'll be able. They can redo nerves now. Pretty close. Well, no, what I'm thinking is I'm True. thinking I'm thinking party trick now. Okay, I'm thinking I whip that thing out on the table. I start bashing it with a hammer. People are like, "Oh my god!" And I'm just <laughs> sitting there, ha 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 ha. So I'm actually going to go dick and a vice on this one because I think I could use that to my advantage later on in life. And then I pulled out this magic trick. Go go magic dick. Yeah, you know, or gadget dick. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, there's people that hang weights and shit off of it. I get, you know, there's modern technology nowadays. They can reconstruct. But that does thing. it work? You know what, John Wayne Bobbitt, he's got a little balloon in there. He inflates it. He's fine. No, no, no. I was referring more to the weight stretching it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that. I mean, that sounds painful. I mean, they've got those people that like drill nails into their face and stuff at carnival shows. I mean, I could be the meat instead of the meat head. I could be the meat cock. You know, just, hey, come here. Let me show you this. Drill through it. Be like, I don't feel a thing. 
You could be Mr. Deeds Cock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, just like his no. frostbite foot. I guess I could do that. That that, that sounds so painful. Oh, please, God. Frostbite? Yeah, cock? Is that what you get when you get with one of the uh, Frost Giant's wives? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I'm, I'm not, I'm <laughs> or, not or, or, or when you get too in, intimate during Frozen. Oh, my God. I just went there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez. You start going down on Elsa, you come back up with a frosty beard. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a snowman? <laughs> All right. I guess I should probably apologize to Disney now. <laughs> no wonder they gave Olaf a carrot nose. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, we're we're going to hell. Actually, yeah, that, yep. that sounds like a good sound right there. I'm gonna crack another beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't crack it, but I'm gonna pour more in. I've been kind of just refilling this glass every time it gets half full. Oh man! Well, good for you. Yeah. So I think I think that's all the questions that we have. So Zyberblood, uh, what we? Oh, I say, Blue Shark, you were balls in a blender. D, yes. were you balls in a blender or were you dick in a vice? Dick in a vice. So we got two dicks in a vice, one balls in a blender. Um, we've already figured out the dark side one. That was fun. So where the hell are we in Diablo right now? Because again, I've been. I'm in the town, things. just trying to. Uh... We just killed the skeleton king. Did we do well? Did he die gracefully? Oh, oh we didn't die. I, I know that much. That's, that's all that matters, that we didn't die. Yeah, good point, because we are still playing hardcore characters, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yep. All right. Well, glad for the non-death thing. Um, has anybody else actually been equipping any of this gear that they've been getting? Cause oh, hell I have, yes. I just realized that I, I have other gear here, and I haven't ever equipped any of it. So I probably should do that now, shouldn't I? Yep. I've been equipping, and I've been dismantling all the things to make room. Now, why do I have two Laorix crowns, though? I don't know either, because I got two when I when I was playing this the first I've time. I've got Eternal comes. Light, whatever the heck the Eternal Light is, and I've got this legendary helm that I have to identify. But Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the hell I've done here, but I've got... I've been so busy chatting, I have no freaking clue. If you actually know why we get two Lorix crowns, please write into us at GNA Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I don't know. I don't fucking know what the hell I'm doing. I don't even know why the hell I have two of them in the first place. I mean, I mean, I guess there's got to be a logical reason why. Stop robbing the poor kings, you you Robin Hood bastard! You. Hey, come on, man. Rob from the rob from the rich and and give to myself me. Yes. <laughs> Give all the stuff to me. All the stuff. Well, actually, this isn't. Uh, this hasn't been so bad. I mean, we've gotten past the the Skeleton King, all wall podcast, and so I mean that's got to be an achievement. Yeah, I mean the real challenge would be to do this when we're on like a harder setting. Thought I had an item that said scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Blue Shark? It, this it it would be really interesting to podcast. You know, like really effectively. Why we're like at some torment level? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we should crank that shit up, man. Those are rookie well, numbers. We gotta boost those numbers up. Yeah, well, we can't get to a torment level at this point right now. No, I think we're uh, I think we're pretty fuckered on that. Where do we go for uh, identifying items? Uh, you go over to um, it's between the end and Kane's house. There's a little nook where the book's at. Book of Kane. Yep, that's it. Uh, what does you. it do? It, Just it, click on it. Yeah. It okay. identifies all your stuff. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. So now that I identify stuff, I've got two Lurix crowns. Well, hoorah. Yep. 
One of them's legendary. It's worth 40 armor. Damn. Yeah, 40 armor. That's uh, that's some high numbers in this game. Yeah. I got 40. Uh, my armor's 40 for just the uh, crown, and then I got 38 for the magic chest armor. Yeah, I, I've got a lot of good stuff I've equipped. I left the quiver next to the artisan uh, hedge, if you guys want that. So I know you guys are demon hunters. Oh, and don't forget to, uh, there's right by the artisan as well, there is a little box there that's got some information in it. It's got a letter from stash. this. Stash. No, no, not the stash. It's right by the artisan guy over here. Okay. It's right here at the corner. Okay. Right where I'm standing now. It's got a little letter from his wife. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't forget to pick that up because, you know, all the lore in this game is really what makes it. Oh, yeah, it's it's pretty damn good. Okay, where's that little... Like, when I first played this game, when it first came out, whenever the hell it was ago, um, I thought, like, I, I played Diablo 1. I loved that game. I actually played that game on... I had it on the PS1. I played it on the PS1. There were so many friggin' late nights of playing that game on PS1 because you could have somebody hang out with oh. you. I remember. <laughs> Dude, I remember one night Scott Thompson hung out over the, over the house and uh, we were literally up until 2 or 3 in the morning. And we were we were playing Diablo, and then all of a sudden we're like, ah, oh, we're hungry. So we went downstairs, and we started searching the cupboards. And the only thing we could find in the cupboard that, that didn't seem like it was going to be a lot of noise or a lot of work was we found this Oreo no-bake cake. And we're like, Ooh, yeah, fuck yeah. it. We're going to make an Oreo no-bake cake. Well, little did we know that it involved having a fucking blender going. So there it is, like fucking 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. We've got this blender on an extension cord, and we're outside of the house as far away from my parents' bedroom as we possibly can get, because I don't want to wake them up with a fucking blender. And we're literally outside, I think it was like, I want to say it was December or January, so it was fucking freezing cold outside. And we're out here, in the middle of the night, lit by the moonlight, blending this no-bake Oreo cake. (laughs) By moonlight. By moonlight, with a fucking extension cord, just so we don't wake up my <laughs> We woke up everybody around us, like every other fucking house near us. We're waking up, lights going on, and we're sitting there going, shit, man, blend it, quick, blend that shit, quick, blend it, get it done, get it done. Fucking running inside. It's fantastic. It was a fucking awesome, awesome night. Oh Yeah, I remember playing... A lot of late nights playing uh, Diablo with you, um, Kingsfield 1, and watching you play Kingsfield 1 and 2. Taking turns on Castlevania something in the night. Oh, and then there was uh, then there was Diablo two, which we started doing land parties of at my house. People getting fucking together. Yes, land parties. I was that much of a geek. People came over with all sorts of shit. We'd set up computers and play land parties. Yes, I, I've only done one land party in my life. Oh man, it was fucking. It was yeah. Fun. The, the, those are pretty cool things to do. And uh, yeah, if you. The problem is, is nowadays most games you can't do that shit with. Yeah, they don't have local land support, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah. I mean, not even the new Halo game has that. Uh, Guardians, I don't think it has land support. I don't know, I haven't tested it, but I, I know 3 had it. I heard 4 didn't. Well, I say take a whole bunch of 360s, get some uh, Halo 2 and 3, and hook that shit up. Yeah. Dude, I can remember doing four players per TV three xboxes in one fucking house doing ladder matches on that shit i mm-hmm. mean god damn that was so much fun <laughs> 007 oh jesus oh, god. christ 007 yes. huge head mode 64 yeah i loved 
Of course, to everybody's dismay, proximity mines. <laughs> oh, we we were playing um, last Fourth of July. Uh, my friends and I. Uh, we it's were... hard to go back to playing on those graphics. You're like, what? What is that? Is oh, that, what, what it, it was. And the the thing is, that what I forgot was that 007 was inverted. Uh, yeah. Those controls, like sure. I stopped playing inverted controls. I think uh, after Jet Force Gemini, which was the last campaign I played. It was a after, fun game after Double uh, Seven. But we were playing, and everyone was doing the whole like not aiming thing. Perfect dark, yeah. Um, and and during our multiplayer match, and I would we were I think we were in I think we were in the Aztec building, and uh, I was. I went, I went down into one of the rooms and I found the revolver and I'm just standing there and someone comes into the room and I go, headshot, boom, headshot. They're like, you're cheating. And I'm like, how am I fucking cheating? Like, you're cheating. Like, I'm fucking aiming. Do it yourself if you don't. It's like, I don't remember. I'm like, well, too bad. Figure it out because that's what I had to do. Yeah, you know, last time in battle when I got shot, I was like, you're cheating. No. Yeah, it's, it's that's how oh, that shit. Yeah, I could, I could just see it, D. You're sitting there, you get shot in the chest with an AK-47. Fucking hackers. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. What? <laughs> Fucking hackers. The, the, the funny, I'm sure that's what they said about us using drones. The funny thing is, is that <laughs> I played that game the first it came out at a friend's house. Um, because his mom, I guess, didn't really care too much about game ratings. But I played that game, I think pretty much around the same time that my parents didn't care about like my dad was like it's a bond movie i don't care you you can watch it so i watched goldeneye the same time um that that game was out on the 64 nice and it was it was so cool to watch to play that game it was like oh my god this is just like in the movie of course the graphics weren't you know as good you know you know it was a fun multiplayer uh shooter game Back in the day, Dreamcast Quake Three Arena was actually a lot of fun. Oh, dude, that was fantastic on PC as well, though. I, mean, I that was, yeah. solved that better on PC, but I still have it. I think there was a there was a trailer for the new Quake. Um, I guess it's like the beta or some shit. I don't know what's going on yep. for that, but I was watching that, and one of the guns actually reminded me of like like triggered my memory and i think i've actually i think i actually played quake 64 yeah there was quake 64 because i remember they had some weird guns in that game and i saw one of the guns and i was like holy shit is that i think i remember that gun so yeah oh killed me the last time in there too (laughs) yeah it's like i i thought like when i heard about quake i was like i've never played quake before and then i saw that and i'm like holy shit maybe i have played quake before it was a fun game. I played through the original Quake all the way through the storyline, and that was it. And mostly because when I started playing Quake, when I got the opportunity to play Quake, Duke Nukem 3D came out, and I <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And I was, uh, I was guess I was the best definition of a latchkey kid that you could you could possibly come up with. So you know, my, my parents they left the house at like five or six in the morning. They didn't get home until six or seven at night, and literally, you know, I, I would get up, go to school. And it wasn't it wasn't every day like that. I mean, it was for for my earlier years, it it wasn't like that. But uh, you know, once I hit like I think I want to say nine or ten, it turned into that. So literally, I would uh, I, I would just have all the time in the world to just mess around and play. And it was around that time that I realized other people who had a game 
meant that I could have that game as well. Hmm. And I didn't have to buy that game. Um, so because of that whole thing, I, I had a lot of games. Nice. Uh, oh, shit. Don't want to stand in that. Yeah, don't stand in that. That hurts. I forgot those things explode like that. So I, I, I got an opportunity to play uh, Duke Nukem 3D. And when you have an opportunity to see you know hand strippers money and, and shoot pigs in the face, it <laughs> just didn't seem like it. What do you think you're going to do? Yeah. yeah. Just, well, was, geez, that's just yeah, young kid. Start to hit through puberty. Hell yeah. Jeez. What's, what's Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> oh, man. Leisure Suit Larry. Land of the Lounge Lizards. That was that was some pixelated, horrendous awesomeness right there. It was. My, my obsession um, during my puberty years with um, bikinis uh, started with um, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, I think is what it was called. Woo! Yep. Yeah. Xbox. We played that. I never played that game, but I found so many screenshots of that on the internet. I was like, holy shit, this is, oh, God, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, that, that game right there created was, was in so many people's spank banks. It, uh, God, it was, it was, it's horrible. It really is horrible. <laughs> yeah, and there was, there was one mode, there was one. Uh, Welcome to the spank treasury. There was one screenshot uh, in the game where one of the one of the chicks was wearing uh like you you had a close up of her and she was wearing just like a white button down uh collared oxford shirt and, oh, and it was yep. just like covering the nipples and I was that cleavage I was just like that's what made any woman who wore like a dress shirt just so goddamn sexy to me yeah it's amazing what video games can do to shape you and uh and what you yeah. like and don't like yeah it is just, just don't mix it up. Just no way. Handing the pigs money and shoot the strippers in the face. Yeah, yeah. Don't hand the pigs money and shoot strippers in the face. That's a horrible idea. Well, Blue Shark, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Blue Shark Forty Five. You can find me on Beam Beam dot Pro slash Blue Shark Forty Five. Uh, you can find me on Twitch. Uh, I'm probably gonna start streaming again this week. Uh, that's Twitch TV slash The Blue Shark Forty Five. I'm streaming uh, the Final Fantasy Fifteen story right now, and uh, you can now find me on Battle.net. And that's Blue Shark 45, number 1829. And I'm playing Diablo. D, where can people find you at? All right, they can find me on my website, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S, dot com. They can find me on YouTube, microbrewgamers, uh, uh, Twitch, and also uh, Twitter. Uh, and also now I'm trying out with all the uh, drama on YouTube, I'm trying out a site called VidMe, which seems to be kind of like a, a, a YouTube type clone. Hmm, nice. And it. it's it, a lot of big YouTubers are actually starting to switch over to it, so I decided to take a look at it. It's, it's still in the early stages, though. Interesting. Yep. Well, I am Cecil, Cecil Xavier, the host, and you can find me at Cecil versus Games at Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Cecil Xavier. You can also find me on Battle.net if you so desire. Add me up. I'm Cecil Xavier, number one six zero two. Oh, that reminds me. Battle.net, CONUS, uh, K-O-N-I-S, number 1676, if you want to fight me on Battle.net or play Diablo with me. Uh, we want to give a big shout-out to Zyberblood. Um, D, you heard it here, so I don't need to do that. 
for asking a question in chat. I also want to give a huge, huge shout out and thank you to Tahoe Anime. Uh, he is the rad artist that creates our logo and has created a couple of our logos. Um, so don't forget to check him out. He's at Tahoe Anime on Twitter, and I believe he's Tahoe Anime on Twitch. So look look him up there. Um, Ooh, I may have I may actually employ him to have uh, you know get his services. Oh yeah, dude, great yeah, great artist, fantastic yes, artist. So check him out. Yeah, so that's what he does on his Twitch is he does his art um, drawings. That's awesome. We hope you all enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Fruit Phone iTunes. You can also use Android with Google Play Music or Podcasts Addict. You can follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast or join us in our Discord chat. It's uh, in the pinned tweet. We are also we're started hosting on GNA on, on Twitch on our GNA Twitchcast. So check out some people there. We've been hosting some people um, as well as we've been posting ourselves. We're a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. Find us there at ninjapancake.com forward slash GNA. Email at us at podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one with questions, comments, or death threats. We'd love to hear from you. We're also on Facebook. Find us there. We have a Facebook group going on. So just type in at GNA and you'll find us there. So thank you everybody for joining in tonight. Blue Shark D, thank you so much for hanging out. Yes. Oh, thanks for having us. It's always a good time. And uh, check us out on uh, come check us out on Battle.net because we we're getting this hardcore seasonal character going. First time, well, first time for me, definitely. Um, I've I've been a big PS4 player on this, so come check us out. Join in with us. Uh, join our Discord chat. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great night, everybody. Night, right, guys. See you later.